1: Hi Eden. Hi Ione. And hello to the listeners. Welcome to the Polyester podcast. I'm Ioni and I'm the founding editor-in-chief of Polyester and the author of Poor Little Sick Girls which is out now but it's also out on paperback soon so
2: yeah. Woo! Woo! I'm Eden, I'm the managing editor of Polyester and the co-host of this
1: podcast. This is the Sleepover Club, a feminist pop culture podcast where we pull apart the hashtag discourse in the hope of making some sense of it all. Before we get started please
2: like, rate, review and subscribe. Ione, do we have any reviews?
1: Yeah. So this one is love you girls with a little love heart emoji. One of the best podcasts there is sunflower emoji. I mean, I do not always agree with everything, but that's the point, right? Expanding my views with different opinions. Love heart come through. That is by Una Ragazadi. 28 annie in italy so i probably said that really wrong i'm sorry i love italy i love you i love italians Hello i love everyone <laughs> um so yes please leave like that's so cute yeah
2: this is the point of it like you know we're not supposed to agree with everything that everyone says
1: yeah you i think be fight worried in the if everyone agreed with everything we don't even agree with each other all the time no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. i think we'll agree today though
1: yeah i think we will agree today so today we are debunking lucky girl syndrome. Uh, If you haven't heard of lucky girl syndrome it's like the new hot TikTok trend. Eden would you like to describe lucky girl syndrome to us?
2: So lucky girl syndrome is the belief that affirmative mantras and a positive mindset will bend everyday events in your favour. So basically manifesting your own luck by just believing that you will be lucky and thinking
1: that good things are going to happen to you right so it's like this is an article on Harper's Bazaar what is lucky girl syndrome and does it actually work lucky girl syndrome is the latest trend doing the rounds online with the concept being that if you repeatedly tell the universe how fortunate you are you will be rewarded with that promotion proposal or pay rise depending on what you're wishing for so it's basically manifestation basically repackaged so like all the TikTok girls are like be delusional like you know manifest your dreams be a lucky girl like but also a lot of girl it's more not just that the angle is kind of like i am a lucky girl this happens to me and anyone can be do you know what i mean like as in it's not people being like i was really shit like i had a horrible life and then i started thinking it was good and it became good it's like people that have been like i've always been really lucky like i just always get what i want
2: (laughs) yeah people who haven't struggled uh to achieve what they want in life
1: Yeah. And it's like always really weirdly, like not always, but like it's always such benign things or like childish things. Like when I was 12, I got an A on a test I didn't revise for. And that was when I knew I was a lucky girl. It's like, okay. Yeah. I guess. (laughs) And now everything in my life is blessed. So unsurprisingly, and I'm sure most people that listen to this podcast, lucky girl syndrome is not new. This has kind of been pervasive in the last like 50, 60 years of generations. Would you like to talk us through it, Eden?
2: Yeah. So, like, everyone's always had this kind of self belief and uh, their own form of optimism. So, Boom has had the power of positive thinking, Gen X had the secret. Uh, what is I- the secret? Um, it was like this book that was just saying the seat C- oh I don't even know. My mum loves it. Everyone's mum loves it. Um, where you'd basically just tell yourself that good things are going to happen, and then they happen. So it's mm-hmm. just like the power of positive thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, millennials had like vision boards and like trying to manifest your life. Good things mm-hmm. happen in your life. And now Gen Z has lucky girl syndrome.
1: There's also like a really new popular book, oh, Manifesting Your Best Self by Roxina Fusi, And I've seen like loads of people posting that this month, like that they got it for Christmas or like it's like intentions for the new year or whatever. And I feel like we're so, uh, we're like a sponge for this kind of stuff in January in particular, right? Yeah. And I also feel like, I don't know, like you would kind of think that manifestation as a practice would have been um squashed by the fact that, we are on the tail end. Fingers crossed of a global pandemic that none of us would have manifested, and that yeah, meant none of yeah. us had a good time for for three years.
2: Did you manifest your way out of the fucking COVID pandemic? No, you didn't. And this is <laughs> this is this is what irks me. It's like all these people are like, just believe it and it'll happen. The power of positive thinking. What about the hateful, evil bitches that are walking around every single day, not thinking this, and good things happen to them? How do you yeah. explain that? Like. It's true if it worked then you you would be achieving so much more than the people who don't even think about this or have never even that's never even come into their head
1: exactly and I feel like um so it says in this article which is be delusional lucky girl syndrome is Gen Z's answer to optimism by Teddy Aminba for the Washington Post so the recent surge in popularity of lucky girl syndrome can be traced to Laura Glebe, a 22-year-old creator who in December posted a TikTok about her child life with the caption, let's talk about the lucky girl syndrome. There is no better way to explain it than it feels like the odds are completely in my favor. I'm constantly saying great things always happening to me unexpectedly. Glebe said she attributes her success these past two years from her job as a content creator to her life in New York City to the power of positive thought. Just try to be as delusional as possible and believe that things you want can come to you. And then come back and tell me it didn't change your life i mean it feels so like ridiculous that it is ridiculous believe this. like
2: so it's basically saying if you believe in that then you then you're basically saying poor people can positively think their way out of poverty people that have illnesses can positively think their way out of being ill etc etc like anyone that's marginalized can positively think their way out of being marginalized and climb up the ranks of, of like their job and like achieve success. Like it is such bullshit.
1: Yeah. And like, this is, I have this whole chapter on like spiritual, spirituality in my book in terms of this, like new age spirituality that has infected millennials and Gen Z. Obviously this was like pre lucky girl syndrome when I wrote it. And then, A lot of it, like I know, I just said, like, oh, you didn't manage. We just joked about the pandemic and stuff. But a lot of these kind of like patterns of behavior of believing in higher powers that bless our lives or whatever can be traced back to like economically or socially uncertain times, which is obviously what we're living in now. And like people feeling really out of control. Mm -hmm. And so, like, obviously, like tarot cards, um, astrology readings, like blah 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 blah, all of these things are just trying. Ways for us to try and like, um, grasp at meaning in our lives when everything can seem meaningless. But then by attributing meaning to a higher power, you're saying that, like, if everything happens to us for a reason, then, for example, I have Crohn's disease for, for a reason. And is it because I'm a shit person? Like, I'm not getting better for a reason. Disabled people are like disabled for a reason. And like, also being disabled, chronically ill isn't inherently bad, like, at all. But this is the attitude that, these kind of mindsets take it's like well if you aren't blessed in the way that we consider like society to view a a blessed person which is skinny white able-bodied and cisgender then you just you know there's a reason yeah it's not just bad luck like you are a fundamentally flawed person and you don't deserve the life that I have kind of thing yeah that's
2: basically that's how I interpret it and people are they're allowed to believe in this kind of stuff if it makes them happy but I think you have to acknowledge uh why good things happen to you because you're in a position of privilege.
1: And I think it's really interesting because like there's in all of the kind of like research that you've put out there's always like that you've put in our doc there's always this really like vague references to practicing optimism by reframing your thoughts around a more positive mindset has been shown to build resilience and lead to better health so and like a few of the other articles are like being positive is good for your health. Blah, 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 None of them are linked out. None of them are like fact-checked like fact or resourced, not by Eden, by the article writers. Like, what is this science? What is this research? Like, is it like a fucking Ole advert where it's like, we tested this on 20 women over the age of 50 and 10 of them said it got rid of their wrinkles? Like, what are the size? What is your method? Like, and I think it's all well and good to be like, think positively. But yeah, that completely ignores like socioeconomic factors that mean people cannot think positivity positively like we're in a cost of living crisis people literally can't heat their homes like i've spoken to so many people this week where they've been like my family can't afford to put the heating on it's grim and like you can't lucky girl syndrome your way out of not being able to pay a heating bill yeah so part of the like science-ish behind this like the psychology behind this is the right word it's like confirmation bias so like <laughs> okay I'll give an example so confirmation bias last summer right I became convinced that um peace lilies were having a massive moment because I'd, wa- <laughs> <laughs> I'd peace walk I'd through Every garden, like I'd walk through Peckham and literally like every other garden would have a giant peace lily in the front of it. I'd look in windows, there'd be peace lilies. It's like, where have all these peace lilies come from? Mm -hmm. But because I was looking for peace lilies, they all appeared. That's what confirmation bias is. So if you suddenly say like, I don't know, everyone thinks I'm a dick, you'll purposely pull out the ways in which people are saying to you, like you'll take from conversation that people think you're a dick when it's not actually there. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like there was probably no more peace lilies in Peckham than there was the year before, but suddenly I just noticed them. So therefore, it was a thing.
2: Yeah, that's like that thing where, which I love when you find out a new word or you kind of notice a word and then you keep on seeing it everywhere, but you're only seeing it. It's always been there. Yeah, but
1: my words, my it, words are everywhere my word of the past two weeks for that is brazen i keep saying brazen, brazen.
2: you're like brazen love this new word <laughs> yeah. that's called fre- frequency illusion
1: yeah, yeah yeah
2: because it's or it's called something something phenomenon. i can't remember but like frequency illusion like you're only it was always there but you're hyper aware of it so then you think wow like it's really jumping out at me which is what this is as well
1: And we have such a more like, so for example, we mentioned The Secret, the book. Mm -hmm. So for, I write about this extensively in my book. So like our parents' generation, for example, would have had to read a book or like watch Oprah or watch TV to learn about this type of thing, to learn about manifesting, to learn about the power of positive thinking. But now we're literally indoctrinated into pseudo-spiritual and wellness practices through Instagram. Because even if you don't engage with them personally, if you're not following these accounts it's likely that, like, an influencer you follow, like, maybe the girl off Love Island that you like from that season, like, Ekansu does it all the time, bless her heart, and she's posting, like, all of these kind of, like, positive mindset things. Yeah. And so it does infiltrate your brain without you even realising it, and then the algorithm will push more and more to you, and then suddenly you're like, I'm manifesting without even – like, it's like a subconscious practice, and it's really deeply – and, and – What I write about in my book is that the people that talk about manifestation and lucky girl syndrome and all of this online, it's actually just a really clever marketing tactic. Um, I go into it better in my book, so I'm paraphrasing. So just like read it because I haven't read it in like nine months. So I can't remember properly what I wrote. But it's basically like, so for example, a love island, like a love islander or a celebrity or like an actress you follow you can't actually buy all the shit they post, like you can't actually replicate their life, but you can replicate their thinking and you'll keep following that person because you think they're giving you tips to live a better life and that like some of their sparkle will rub off on you. But really it's untrue. That person is like a combination of privilege, lucky and a celebrity. So obviously their life is going to look like immeasurable to most people's. And because we can't grab onto like, the Vuitton bags or the Birkins or whatever we can grab onto their thinking and feel like we're more like them than we actually are so it's actually class warfare as well (laughs) (laughs) manifestation is anti (laughs) is upper class indoctrination
2: also like uh, like do people not just realize it's just like pseudoscience like I don't know uh, is that offensive to say like you can have it's not
1: offensive I think people do realize that but they also don't care and like I I think that links to all the stuff we've been talking about on the internet about like media literacy and like separating fact from fiction. And like, (sighs) the way I talk about it in my book is that like, it's not inherently harmful to involve yourself in spiritual practices, like in terms of tarot reading and blah, 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 blah. But this like manifestation thing is more inherently harmful than that, I think. But spirituality can be a way of like connecting with more people. Like I've been seeing a lot and speaking a lot to people recently and like seeing a lot of culture where it's like, I have no scientific fact for this, but like a lot of working class people and like people that I know they're like working class parents or aunts or uncles or whatever that were really into like the spiritualist church, for example. Mm -hmm. And it's like a way of community building in that respect. But this, what we're experiencing now is like the other side of the coin where it's like highly individualist, it's capitalist, it's marketing, it's all that other stuff.
2: Yeah. It's like, I have achieved this by positive thinking I am so lucky. If you do the same thing, you could maybe be like me.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe not.
1: Probably not. But you'll keep thinking it because you have to keep thinking it or it will, there's no chance of it working ever.
2: So that's like toxic spiritual, spiritual spirituality, spirituality. Yeah. Whereas it's not about community. It's not about trying to share things with people.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
2: or doing someone's tarot to try and help them make sense of like what's going on in their life it's like very individualistic like you said
1: like obviously nothing is a monolith is what we're trying to say here. And like, I think especially in our comment section, sometimes people that that maybe don't listen to the episodes think we take like monolithic points of views on things. But what we're saying is like our generation and the generation below's um, uptaking of this is toxic because it's all the worst parts of the internet that we talk about and call out all the time, like commodified social politics, commodified like, yeah, spirituality, commodified community mm-hmm. to sell you an aspirational lifestyle that you're never going to achieve. Yeah.
2: But they'll make you think that you can achieve it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because like, they, that's like their relatability because they have no relatability otherwise. Like we've seen the rise of influencers becoming more and more unrelatable even mm-hmm. when like relatable things happen to them. Like Molly May getting burgled comes to mind because yeah, that's an awful thing to happen to anyone. But the amount... And like the worth that she had stolen from her just proves her like difference to all of us. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's a way of them to be like, we are still just like you. Blah blah blah. blah.
2: Yeah, I saw one video where someone was saying how they lucky girl syndromed their way into getting a house. Uh, and then it just at the end of the video she was like yeah so my boyfriend's parents gave us money to put down on a deposit it's like (laughs) how the fuck did you manifest that then i wish i could fucking manifest a deposit for a house like you just got given some money you didn't manifest anything
1: and i also feel like i don't know i just feel like it's really unnatural To i'm not a uh overly positive person right I think I have my moments but I wouldn't say I I wouldn't say me or you have no we're like the two worst people uh,
2: definitely not
1: (laughs) but I feel like you have to take each day as it comes right and I feel like there are ways to implement not like positive thinking but like my mum for example is always a big believer in fake it till you make it in terms of like work and business and stuff Mm -hmm. like that like um and like Oh, if you think you can't do something just try because you might be better at it than you think like I don't think that's inherently damaging I don't think like trying to say stuff to yourself when you're having a bad day like another thing my mom always says like it's a bad day not a bad life I think kind of stuff like that that you say to yourself is helpful but like building this whole like worldview around manifestation and that you can actually change your circumstances through just thinking that they'll get better is Mm. a load of shit
2: yeah, I like that. It's a bad day, not a bad life. Yeah, it's cute, isn't that? Yeah, that's really sweet. <laughs> and I I mean, yeah, I'm probably not the best person to talk about manifesting your way into the because I am, at the end of the day, a hateful I am fucking bitch.
1: miserable.
2: <laughs> 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 I think anyone that knows me in real life can vouch for that.
1: <laughs> um,
2: so maybe I'm not the best person to talk about this, how to manifest your way into having a positive day. Uh, but... I don't know yeah I think it's damaging to try and sell people a lie that they too can achieve success by just merely thinking about it
1: and I also think like on the flip side of this there's like some truth or like some way it can be twisted into talk about like trusting your intuition so for example if I have a bad feeling about going out like whether it's to a pub or a party or whatever I know I'm just gonna have a shit night for that whole night right mm. so it should be able to work the other way as well like if you feel negative about something then maybe just think it's not good whereas like this would be like turn it into a positive and just like go because you might meet someone that changes your life yeah so I'm not though am I <laughs> like I may as well just sit at home and I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna regret going when I can't get an uber home from central London in the middle of the night why don't you just uh, positively think your way to getting an uber yeah I'll positively manifest my uber <laughs> Positive.
2: <laughs> um, yeah I think that trust trust in your gut that's definitely uh, a thing that I can believe in
1: Something else sure. that I'm really interested in talking about when it comes to this, though, is like another kind of um, through-thread on all of the research in the articles is that, you know, this is coming from skinny, white, cis, able-bodied women mm-hmm. that aren't, like, in inverted commas, checking their privilege. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like a lazy critique and a lazy analysis mm-hmm. because instead of talking about, like, why these women cannot understand That they are blessed and like don't correctly identify their, you know, blessedness in this world. Mm -hmm. We should like identify why these people feel inherently more lucky. Do you know what I mean? Like instead of just calling them out being like, Oh, it's so this, this centric. I feel like it's more interesting to talk about why privileged people are more predisposed to thinking that they have been touched by something in the universe that means that they have a good life. Like I talk about this in my book as well. And I've spoken about it on this, on the podcast before, where there's been like sociological studies. Um I think the paper's called like healthism. I can't remember who it's by, but if you Google like healthism sociological paper it'll come up. Where it's like, yeah, middle and upper class people are more likely to feel like, you know, they are just naturally lucky and they can build good things for themselves whereas that working class people do view it as a community effort. I think that's more interesting, like, trying to break down. It's, like, even feeds back into Nepo babies, right? Like, Nepo babies feel like they've worked hard. Yeah. Even though on a scale of, like, what hard work looks like. Like, they'll deny any privilege. And, like, I just don't think it goes far enough to say, like, these people deny their privilege. Okay, yeah, we get that. Like, rich people are always going to deny their privilege. Like, Mm -hmm. but what sets them up in the world to make them feel inherently blessed, <laughs> like inherently lucky. Because they don't have to struggle. Yeah, exactly. And like, we're not talking about that. Like we think that if these lucky girls said, I'm a lucky girl, but I know it's because I can assist white, straight, skinny, able-bodied girl. We can hmm. go, okay, but that's not like enough. It's not enough. It doesn't actually address the inequality. Um, and like this worms for brain's thinking that these people use to justify their existences
2: yeah because te- at the end of the day it isn't technically their fault you know it is just a look that they've been born into money or they look that way or whatever um but yeah i think people need to realize that like the world has kind of given them a,
1: a, an easy an upper hand that it's just like such a surface level internet rhetoric isn't it like these mm. people haven't checked their privilege and it's like because they don't have a structural understanding of how the world yeah. is built. That's yeah. why. So it's easier to point at like lucky girl syndrome, manifestation, the secret, than to go, Oh, actually, the world's really unfair in a lot of ways. And like, maybe my parents or maybe I have contributed to that.
2: Yeah. But they never will because they don't have the, the uh, ability to step back and realise that. I wanted to say they don't have the moxie. I
1: don't know why moxie came in. They don't
2: have the goddamn balls. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I just, but like, they never will realize that.
1: Basically. And that's where we need to push, like, we need to try and push this, like, this dialogue, this discourse, this rhetoric along, because it's like, it's not enough to comment on someone's TikTok, like, check your privilege, like, we need to start deconstructing. And like, I'm not saying don't, like, call out a rich person don't attack a rich person but what benefit does that have to our lives apart from just like you know having a little gripe at someone we need to start yeah we need to start deconstructing these systems from like the top up as much as we can and also just stop entertaining like this absolute bullshit like what if you were that girl would you be a lucky girl would you think that probably yeah like we need to deconstruct this within ourselves too yeah and not fall into the trap.
2: Um, I don't know why, but this is, this conversation's really ma- reminding me of this. Do you ever see that video? It was, like, years ago, where this woman tries to get, like, stuff for free, and she, like, they make her look, like, really ugly. and Like, she has, like, no makeup on and is wearing, like, a hoodie. And then she, like, tries to get on the bus for free. She's like, oh, I have no money. They don't let her on. And then, like, the same woman, like, they proper, like, do her up and put loads of makeup on her, and then she tries to get on the bus for free, and then they let her on for free. It's, like, pretty privilege. These people need to realise that, like, they've been given an easier shot at life. It's not just, it's it's not luck.
1: I haven't seen that video. It's it's like
2: like 10 years ago.
1: Exactly. But I have seen, do you remember when Alfie Days tried to do it, the YouTuber? (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> like I, I wasn't into youtube like i feel like i was already too old but basically like for anyone that doesn't know i went to college i went to sixth form of alfie days and i didn't know him i wasn't his friend but so i'd like obviously look at the shit he was doing and um this is quite like after i left college but i think he went viral basically because um because yeah he tried to do this that challenge where he like went into Krispy cream in brighton and like tried to get a free
2: Mm. dozen
1: and like tried to do all of this and everyone was like obviously calling him out, him out on his bullshit and then i think that's where that meme came from where he had to say he wasn't a tory do you i remember am that? not a tory yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like all of that stuff right i don't think our jobs as like marginalized people is to deprogram inherently privileged people of their privilege like i don't mm. think it's helpful i was in a uber so <laughs> this makes me sound like such a booty cunt as well I'm disabled, so I get Uber's spaces, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so I was in an Uber and they had LBC radio on. And it was, like, basically saying how, like, because, you know, the government minister for women and health or whatever was a man, basically. Yeah. So this man or someone in his team that was also a man wore something around his stomach that replicated the feelings of a period or of okay. um, menopause. Mm-hmm. Both, maybe. And then everyone was going mental being like well why does a man have to like put on a thing to you know believe our pain exists yeah. and it's exactly the same thing with what you just said like i'm not really interested in seeing pretty people in bad commas ugly themselves out yeah. to realize how shit some other people's lives are yeah it's like, like, what th- does that do for anyone absolutely nothing
2: <laughs> yeah this is like this not it's just like day to day for some
1: people yeah yeah People suck. Yeah, it's just really depressing, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I, I haven't enjoyed deeping this so much because I feel really unoptimistic, which is the opposite of lucky girl syndrome. Yeah. I should get my head
2: in the game. We just need to manifest uh, and lucky girl think our way into happiness and stop being so hateful. It's not lucky <laughs> <laughs> Silence. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what do you think it's just like another repackaged positive thinking mindset that has been going since like I guess maybe like the 60s Mm
1: -hmm. yeah exactly this this
2: this kind of thinking will always uh prevail I don't want it to though especially in times of dread and depression
1: (laughs) yeah yeah I think it's just like I also think you know it's fine and we have been kind of infected with this type of thinking so much that, like, even I find myself saying, like, even as a joke, like, oh, I'm manifesting it. So, like, it does become so, like, ubiquitous, I suppose.
2: Mm. It comes part- need
1: to-, to get out of it.
2: Yeah. No more manifesting. I mean, if it makes you happy or whatever. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it just, like, do you honestly think that, that that's why you
1: achieve the things that you achieved plus it also doesn't give you credit like for people that do work like work hard that's true yeah but like people that do you know make steps to achieve the things they want or have the things in life or have like a healthy relationship or anything it's like you didn't Mm -hmm. manifest it like you have probably been a good person and made decisions that are good for you and you're just like Living the life that you should because yeah. every human deserves a nice life. This is true.
2: You just did a good job. Yeah. Good job, kid. Um exactly. I think that's yeah, that's 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 a that's a positive note, like that you you can just achieve great things because you are great.
1: Yeah.
2: Not because you fucking some higher power gave you a job promotion. <laughs> Like you did it yourself. Well done. Well done. We're proud of you. Yeah, we are proud of you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a good place to
2: wrap it up. That's a lovely note to end on. Yeah, we are being so (laughs) hateful, and now we acknowledge that everyone is great and we can all achieve great things ourselves. Yeah, and we
1: can all help other people. This is true. Yeah, yeah. The grounds of liberation lies in community.
2: Yeah, fuck the higher power. Let's all. Achieve things together.
1: Yeah, work together. Oh.
2: God, and the sun's just come out as I've just said that, you know.
1: Well, it's gone away here.
2: Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Positively think the sun back, Ione.
1: I'm being punished and you're being rewarded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, thank you, Eden. Thanks, Ione. Don't be angry at us if there are any lucky girls listening. We're just jealous of your luck.
2: Yeah, we're so (laughs) jealous.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Olivia, for editing this episode. Um, thank you to Gina and Gina, Charlotte, Grace, Hattie, and Misha. We will see you next week. Bye bye. See you next week. Bye.